I love those commercials. The ones with the... I, I like the contrast between the hims and the hers. Like, the hers are for, like, health and wellness and betterment and your daily mood adjustments to help you get through your day, sunshine. Hims, you want to get rock hard? <laughs> Do you want to fuck like you, like you took three gas station sex pills and drank two Red Bulls? Take one of these hymns, Bill. Does your life suck? <laughs> Get rock hard. <laughs> All your problems solved. <laughs> My favorite. It's always like lately. It's like it's like three random athletes that nobody's talked about like in forever. Like it was like Tony. What is it? Tony Gwynn. Uh, they really like uh, Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas, the big unit, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that his name? Yeah, uh, the unit and, and Flutie are big on him. Yes, Doug Flutie was the other one, who's yeah. another, who's also a kind of random athlete that no one's talked about in thirty years. Mm-hmm. You know, who had like a decent career, is known for like one pass he made in college for the most part. Yeah, he's more known in the CFL than he is in that the is NFL. True, actually. Yeah. yeah, he did have a big CFL career. I guess that too. Oh man. Is your wife has your wife threatened to leave you? Is she talking to that young male guy at work? Take hims for your boner. Get her some hers. See if we can figure out her whole life and all of those issues that might be going on with her. Hers, and then you can get rock hard whether it's for her or the next bimbo. Hers, they talk about like it's like a centrium multivitamin. You know, like just take one a day. There's, there's, like, pleasant music playing in the background. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Uh, you don't listen to a lot of radio, do you? Uh, if I do listen to radio, it's sports talk. Man, there's a there's a, a life insurance guy, and I feel like I hear him in waves at times. And I don't know if he's got, like, an advertising plan or if it's times of years for a business or something like that. But it's always like, are you... Does your new trophy wife demanding you get more life insurance than your previous two wives did? And it's like, wait, what? How is that the way to start this? And at the end, it says something like, ah, fuck, I can't even think of the guy's name or anything. It was like, Big Tony's with knows exactly what you're going through, except he's only on number two. And I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck is buying life insurance from this fucking jagoff? Mine is my favorite commercials are like it's really, just so weird. I don't get it. Are the Cordell and Cordell commercials? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, and he's like, are you and your wife getting separated? And it's like it's more like this. He's like right in the mic. Are you and your wife getting separated? Is she asking things and you're just agreeing? Well, don't. Here at Cordell and Cordell, we make sure that have rights too. Yes. No, that that has become a very specialized thing I've noticed in the law that uh, it's men's rights attorneys or women's rights attorneys. They'll take whatever side is going to pay them. They don't fucking care. Do but. they take whatever side releases the home video footage of you uh, abusing your wife <laughs> yeah. mentally when she's pregnant and you're? Oh man! <laughs> oh Maddie! Oh Maddie! I Not I, Maddie. I heard two Steven. Th- Oh Crowder, that's Crowder. right. That was right. That's Crowder. Louder with Crowder. It was Walsh. They look so much alike. I I get them mixed up from time to time. Walsh, uh, Walsh. I would not be surprised if he's got trans kids locked in his basement for sexual pleasure. He might, because he is really on that trans thing. Yeah, he is. He is enough that I. I you can't be that offended by it and not get boners from them. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, well, I, I agree a hundred percent. When they're, do you know? Do you remember Jake Shields? Maybe it's because he can't get a boner unless it's from trans or hymns. You know, if he took hymns, he would be rock hard. Did you say Jake Shields? Yes. Former MMA fighter. 
Okay, I was going to say it sounded vaguely familiar, and I was thinking UFC or... Yeah, UFC, uh, Elite, all the... He was like, he bounced around for a while. He's on this big trans thing. At one point, he said, I'll... He wanted to take on any 10 trans people in a fight he put on Twitter. Any 10 trans people? He's like, bring on... So wait, men to women or women to men? He doesn't care. I I forget to be... You'd have to look it up, but he pretty much said, bring on your your... 10 toughest trans women, I want to say you said. So men to women. And I'll, I'll take them on. And, you know, I'll take them on in a fight. He didn't say I'll take them on. That reminds me of that little Nas X thing, that tweet he posted where he was like, someone was like, can you take these three guys? And he's like, hell yeah. And yeah. he's like, oh, you met in a fight. No, he, it's 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 tr- tr- trans men. So I would think ones that are presenting as men, which is very anti his own argument because you would still consider them women so he just threw out a challenge to fight 10 women uh he's he's gone full fucking his argument is essentially these people are mentally impaired and shouldn't be allowed to do what they're doing so i'm gonna fight 10 mentally challenged women i mean that's from his viewpoint yeah okay yeah just want to clarify and he was he was a terrible fighter i mean he was good he won but all he did was like take people down and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a transgender two-time high school wrestling champion has accepted his offer. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be funny. Unfortunately, you know, it's got him in the news cycle. I can't think of the last time I heard the name Jake Shields. It's all, yeah. I mean, he posts constantly that shit. And the weird thing is that he's, like, friends with the Diaz brothers and trains with the Diaz brothers who seem to be, like, don't really give a fuck about any politics. You know, they're kind of like, mm-hmm. hey, man, I don't care. Smoke a joint. That's my best. Mac Beggs. The Mac Beggs. Mac Beggs has accepted his offer. Um, and unfortunately... Oh, I don't know. I can't figure out which one of these is uh, Mac. Looks like Mac was a woman who was presenting as a man, so a lot of his high school pictures look like a dude wrestling females. Um, yeah, okay. So that's a little awkward. Uh, we are just going to make an official call out, but Jake Shields will take you up in your offer. The offer isn't going to be 10 versus one. You're going to be fighting for the rest of the night. If it's the fact, it's the fact y'all are so fixated and hyper fixated, have some fucking fetish with trans women that you even forget that we fucking out here and we going to fuck you up. Hell yeah, Mac. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. No. <laughs> Speaking of things I didn't watch, did you watch UFC this weekend? I watched, uh, I actually lo- did kind of want to catch that fight. I watched the last two fights. Cejudo, is uh, that a good one? It was really good. Damn. It was. It was. Pretty, I knew it was. But. Yeah, it was pretty close. Um, I was in that place where I was like leaving where I was at, and I was like, if I turn the fights on, they're gonna make me stay till the fights are over. Yeah, we literally left to like a little cookout get together, got home, um, kind of climbed in the bed, and we're mm-hmm. bullshitting, and then. Um, I was like, care if I put on fights, and she was already snoring. So it was like, it was like, hey. so your the, choice. Yeah, the the fight before that was pretty good. Gilbert Burns versus uh, shit, I forget his name. Um, some dude. Yeah, but he's fighting for the title now. And then uh, Sterling versus Burns and Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad. Burns um got hurt in the like the first round. Like his shoulder was all fucked up. He didn't throw one left hand. After the first round. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a pretty bad sign. Did it go the distance? It did. That's pretty impressive to have 
a one good arm and make it an additional four rounds. And it was a good and, fight. Uh, Jan and uh, Andrej. Uh, is that the female fight? Yep. Jessica yeah. Andrej and... Yeah, I didn't Jean? catch. Yeah, I only caught the last oh, two. You said the last two. That's yeah, right. that fight was. Um, One that was a piece of shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that fight was pretty. F- um, that one was an upset, if I remember correctly. Uh, Jan um, Kyoter. Mm, I wouldn't say that that was an upset. I obviously don't know. It was yeah, KO two twenty into the first round. But I mean, Andrej is twenty four and eleven, and this lady's an up and comer, seventeen and three. I don't know if upset's the right term, but everyone the betting money I think was on Jessica to win that fight. I guess I mean more battle hardened. I guess you never know with these up and comers. Maybe it was her first big fight. That can be definitely a. When she won, she definitely looked. She like she surprised herself. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, uh, oh, okay. Well, she's coming off of two losses too. Ah, uh, okay. That's so what it was. she. Well, she she did win. She won her last fight by a decision against Mackenzie Dern, and before that, she lost to uh, Marina Rodriguez and a Carla Esparza. Esparza is the only one who I really recognize the name of. Uh, and then she, oh, she beat uh, Carolina a couple fights back. Who? Kowal. Oh, that's not who I'm thinking. It is Carolina Kowal Kowalkiewicz. I was thinking it was Ke- 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 Wait, what's that one? Kowalkiewicz. Ke- Ke- Kevich? I don't know. I don't know, man. I thought. Uh, what a, do you remember when an MMA started getting huge? They'd be like, I don't want to watch two guys laying on the ground humping. Remember? Because like, they would. Oh, them. okay. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. I was thinking, yeah. Sorry, what about humping? <laughs> do you remember Dude's when humping? UFC got big? Like, started getting big, and people were like, I don't want to watch two guys laying on the ground humping. Mm-hmm. They love it now. Yeah, it's huge now. <laughs> they love it now. It's too boring. Those are the same people that would watch fucking a 16-round boxing match that they would just jab each other to death, and then those guys have mental illness. Not that UFC fighters don't have mental illness, or CTE, mm, I should say. Boxing has, a, I think, a lot more CTE. Yeah. I think just a little bit more. I was listening to the crime and sports, and they were talking about, like, oh, no, it was Family Guy, and they're like, if if Ali wouldn't have fought like his last six fights, you know they're like like if they change time and it shows Ali sitting with his grandkids and they're like, Grandpa, it's so good to see. He's like, it's so good to see. <laughs> <laughs> but that Sahudo uh, and uh, Sterling fight was pretty good. It was a close fight. Um, I think majority of people thought Sterling won. I thought Sterling won. I was I was rooting for Sterling because Henry is kind of the king of cringe, as they call him online. Yeah. Um. Everything from calling out females at the same weight class as him in the fight to just being overall douche. Who's that? Sterling? No, Cejudo. Oh, Cejudo's a butthole? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Cejudo was a butthole. Yeah, he called out. I thought he was very well liked. I think he's well liked in the community, like the MMA community. Like, he trains with guys. But, like, if they call him the King of Cringe, John, he even calls himself the King of Cringe. Okay, I guess that tells you how much I follow these guys' social media and stuff. Yeah. Even when I did follow them, because he's been around a little while. I, I did. Well, he's been retired for three years, and he came back and fought that fight. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't really, uh, that's how tuned in I am. Which everyone was like, well, of course he was going to lose, but 
Remember George St. Pierre came off of like three years and just dominated Michael Bisping mm-hmm. and then just retired again. He was like, eh, I just wanted to, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to show you I could. Uh, you know. I'm, I'm better just... than anyone you got. Yeah. Later. Later. So you had a little uh, get-together Saturday before yeah. the UFC? How was that? It was good. Yeah. They threw some steaks on the grill. Steaks on the grill. I watched a little kid eat, and I'm not exaggerating, 12 pieces of watermelon, like... Just kept eat- and not little pieces, like good slices. Not like a little cube, like a slice, like giant, like a, sl- a chunk slice, big chunk slices. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> "That's impressive, kid." Sometimes, they, yeah, sometimes they hit it hard. Instead, of, they don't hydrate all day, and then they just yeah, water right? It's kind of it's pretty funny. <laughs> and his to mom watch was it, like, actually. and his mom straight was like, "How old? How old is he?" I mean, ballpark it five, nine, fifteen, four or five. Okay. Oh, so he's just covered in spitty yes. shit. And he was hilarious because he was like, his mom was like, you would think that he's going to shit all day, but he doesn't. He just, his body just handles that all right. It's operating at 100% efficiency. <laughs> he's using it all. How about you? What did you do, Sam? I was at a derby party. Wore a, a nice fancy hat. I did see some, some pictures of that. Obnoxious clothing. Made mojitos a Mo- large part oh. of the night. They're actually fucking delicious. That just um, heartburn waiting to happen. I kind of. It wasn't bad. It really wasn't. I was expecting it. Um, it didn't really happen. Um, and we actually for Cinco the night before. I forgot. Like when you drink good alcohol, you don't necessarily get a hangover. Yeah. Because you know I've been talking about how my tolerance has been bullshit, yeah. and then I've my hangovers haven't been good either. So we bought, I don't know, some kind of decent. Um, Tequila, you know, we, we and we're usually drinking the pre-mates, and that's definitely three glasses oh. in. I got heartburn, <laughs> and even if I drink some water before having another couple beers because I can't drink the tequila or the the pre-mixes anymore, like not good. So we bought like a a nice, I mean, th- maybe a thirty dollar bottle, thirty five dollar bottle, yeah. um, and another like ten dollar mixers. Um, drank drank a bunch of margs Friday night, and then I was making mojitos all day Saturday. Didn't really have a hangover. Nice. Got some nice, clean little I buzzes on. Drinking some kang- delicious, dude. Kangaroo tequila mix. This one time, me and Marky got together and it was like, like you knew it was gonna be bad. But it was like Australian based tequila. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like we drank like two whole fucking bottles. The next day, I was so like it was oh, like yeah. You know how you've had like ten out of ten hangovers? It was a ten out of ten hangover. Mm-hmm. It was like. Just like, death. Yeah. You're barely moving all day. You're mostly turning, tossing. Yeah. And the only time you're not covering your head to block out the light is because when you're finally too hot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Go lay on the bathroom floor. <laughs> <laughs> lay in the sh- love, When you just have an idea like that, it's like, maybe I should get naked and lay in the bathtub for an hour. Uh, oh, I, I've ruined myself. I'm the king of the... I was the king of the shower, dude. I'll just go lay in the shower and, like, lay in the shower for 45 minutes till. And using warm water, because you say you're going to do cold water, but cold shower stuff. You know, yeah, so it'll be like, yeah. four, it would be till the hot water tank ran out of hot water. And then I'm like, and then you're like, all right. I I'm, deserve this. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you get up and you're like, I'm going to I'm gonna go do something. And you get up and you're like, I'm just going to go back and lay <laughs> you know, Go watch, watch some more Law and Order. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know. Uh, what horse one? Took care of the, the most, uh, fuck, I, I don't know. One of the one of the big ones that didn't die. <laughs> I was gonna. I was waiting to like. How are we gonna fit that in? Um, how many? They killed like six horses that day. I think. 
think they killed him that day. I think that in total it was like seven died um, leading up to the the so ones that had officially declared for the race seven seven ended up dying and another three or four scratched and I don't know those are final numbers maybe those three or four that scratched late ended up being ones that they put down or whatever but you know it's also funny because I started thinking about it and it seems like every year around the Kentucky Derby there's a huge horse racing horse racing like outrage scandal and then the Kentucky Derby ends and everyone forgets about horse racing so it never goes anywhere so like right now they're all talking about this huge scandal but two days like we're two days out and already like I'm not hearing anything. Should we else put about that? It. Should that go next to Coney 2012? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the horse racing. Scandal. Horse racing every fucking year <laughs> in May. Well, it's always like it's like because everyone cares about the Kentucky Derby. I don't care if you, I, like, not that I care, but everyone knows the Kentucky Derby. There's another it was mage, by the way, and I didn't look it up. I just remembered. But and the, isn't there like the prequel? Is that another race? Preakness, Pre- Preakness Downs, uh, and then there's what the Thirst, Thur, 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 Winston, Winston Churchill, Winston, 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 Winston Downs. Downs. So no one, you sort of know those two, but everybody knows the Kentucky Derby. Yep. you know. And every year, I don't know if it's every year, but every year it sounds like they have to put down one of these horses. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like they breed the most powerful horses with the smallest, most brittle bones for density weight purposes. And then are surprised when their legs (laughs) shatter under the immense pressure. One year they had to put one down right on the middle of the track. It was like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not saying outlaw horse racing, but maybe I'm going to go on a hot take here. Killing horses for racing is bad. Okay? It's kind of bad. Yeah. It's kind of bad. Yeah. And then they probably, uh, I wonder, like, if that horse is in the Kentucky Derby, and say they're not killing, like, that one on the, the thing, they're probably taking its jizz, too, right? Like, they're probably. At the time? Do you think they're, like, fucking extracting? <laughs> I think they are. I think they would. I mean, that is a, it's a horse that's making the Derby. Especially if it's a highly favored horse. I mean, they're all about that kind of stuff. I would not be surprised if there's a horse with a broken leg and it's like, we got to put it down. Well, first bleed him dry of cum. Hey, Google, do they extract semen out of the Kentucky Derby dead horses? (laughs) I don't think she's going to understand that question. Hey, Google. Preakness Stakes and Belmont Stakes. Do they extract semen out of the dead horses at the Kentucky Derby? Uh, this like, is what the fuck I, are you talking? About? Here's a YouTube video of I whack off horses for a living. Nice, nice. How semen is collected from a stallion. Why horse semen is the world's most expensive semen. Uh, they don't really say. Is it really? That's what it says. Huh? How much is a gallon? Of- I mean, <laughs> listen to this shit. No, I guess uh, cavi- I guess a, caviar is eggs. How much is a gallon of horse sperm worth? Four point seven million dollars. Oh, that's probably top of the. line. Well, I don't know if I don't know that might not be top of the line. I would think it could be hundreds of thousands or even millions for like like a premier horse. Yeah, one there was one horse that was forty million a gallon. Okay. Oh, and that's saying that's the highest ever. Yeah, okay. Galileo. Well, you know, I mean, I guess it's not like in vitro fertilization. You're probably not taking 10 sperms and doing an egg. You're probably just 
pumping a gallon into. Can they not? Can they not live? Can these horses not live after like they break their legs? Like, can they not? They're not worth anything. Yeah, well, couldn't you be like, we'll <sighs> fix it, and then you. Can... <sighs> Because they're already, they're already millions. Well, yeah, no, if, they're, if their jizz is worth that much, then yes. But even, like, couldn't they be like, all right, you can't race anymore, but we could fix your legs. And Give you a decent life? Yeah. You're not worth it. That's fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you couldn't be like, ah, oh, you'll just go live on a pasture with, like, some farm. Well, see, I think I think then it would, like, become an attraction then. I think it's almost would like... Would it really become an attraction? Ship that horse to fucking look Hinkley at all, Look at all these horses that have been left behind by their racing masters that no longer have use for them. They'd rather just put them in the ground. Well, but, like, yeah, the, but the horse wouldn't. Wouldn't the horse probably be like, hey... So I you're was... saying we should have horse nursing homes? Well... For all the discarded racehorses. No, I agree with you, but I think uh, I think it's... I guess it would be better for their optics than just killing them. How old are those horses that they put down? I think... I on, think one. On. How old are those horses, do you think, when they kill them? Oh, I don't know. I, I would assume a horse is in its prime from, like, three to seven. The horses live up to 30 years. Oh, do they? Yeah. When's uh, a horse prime? When's a racehorse's prime? Race... 4.45 years. Okay. Four and a half. So they're teenagers. Yeah. So they get 20, they probably got about 15 to 20 years left and they're like, ah, fucking ah, tough. You know, now here's the thing. Tough break, kid. I do know, I mean, a lot of horses, um, well, I mean, I guess it's like they brought you a ton of money. You almost owe them. But I mean, I know a lot of people, once a horse breaks its leg, it's like the stability and the weight of the horse, like it almost just can't get better. Um, I know they're pretty serious. And then there's also the added aspect of horse racing where, like, they are bred to have brittle, low-density bones because they're faster. So the lower their bones weigh, um, it's better for the horse to ultimately be a better racer. So once Uh, their legs shatter, they're probably fucked. Often the only humane option after a horse breaks its leg is to euthanize it. This is because horses have heavy bodies and delicate legs, and a broken leg bones are usually shattered, making surgery and recovery impossible. Now, that's from horseracingisawesome.com, but, um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you're not listening to me. No, I'm listening. That was actually from animals.howstuffworks.com. I'm listening. I'm also just trying to figure it's out always... about post-mo- post-mortem <laughs> semen collection for horses. <laughs> I like the turn we've taken. <laughs> I'm enjoying this one a lot. Uh, I, I it, guess. It, I guess from. I guess it's. I guess it's possible to extract from the epidermis of the testes. Uh, well, see, this one is saying. I don't know. I've seen some that say you cannot take it from a castrated horse, and some that say you might be able to, and some say you can for a limited. Dude, I bet they pump those things dry. Yeah, I remember. I I I used to work with a guy um, who owned horses and raced them at the local place, and they used to feed it like methamphetamine and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and that's probably why a lot of these ones were disqualified. It wasn't necessarily for injuries. A lot of them were probably propped on popped on drug tests. Yeah, he said that they would they would fill them with all sorts of stuff, and he was telling me about his jockey and everything. Um. I've heard some very interesting things about jockeys. Go on. I don't know, man. I've I've just heard 
I've heard a couple people say these people really are like trained athletes as much as anyone else. They they got to work hard. They're I mean they're probably cutting weight like crazy, probably to a dangerous extent. They're probably that's probably true. And then I've heard that they're fucking maniacs. I've heard that as well. Um, I've heard and, that from like many places. And I I've heard like all the way up to the guys that are in this like Kentucky Derby level almost can be unreliable because of that. And then I think about it and it's like, well, how many of them are like running through Thistledown over the weekends like are like are they like the carnies of athletes? I don't know. I'm just saying I've heard some wild no, stories you- about you're 100% right. I, that's funny. Like, I don't really know, though. I've never, I guess I've never really gone out there to uh, to look into it too much. I wonder if they ever did a crime in sports on a jockey. I bet they did. Uh, wait, hold on. Jockey. Uh, I don't really see one, but... I don't know how you would search that. Uh... I don't know. I'll do some research and get back to you. Okay. We'll we'll see if we can uh, follow up on this. It'll be uh, maybe it'll be a uh, follow up segment. I lo- that we say we're gonna do and then we never do. Eh, we do it every once in a while. I usually follow up if I don't. I usually because I usually take notes on it and then if I don't follow up with something, it's usually because it wasn't very interesting. <laughs> what? Jockey Pat Cosgrave is banned 28 days after mistake causes nose loss? Yeah. What? This is... Jockey Pat Cosgrave was... Wow, the fucking website. Was banned by the British horse racing... I don't know. Oh, and what the fuck? Oh, because he eased up. This is... Um, he eased up, and that they're they're saying that he did that for betting purposes. Oh yeah, he's really embarrassed. He says, and you won't let it happen again unless <laughs> someone from the English mafia is like, "Hey, pe- hey!" I, I don't know why I immediately did a New York accent for hey. the English mafia. Oh, chip 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 yo! You better race the horse like your knees, mate. <laughs> I always like when, like, have you ever watched a movie with, like, like I'm sure you have, like, Snatch or something, and they have mm-hmm. the English Mafia, and every time I'm like, those English Mafia guys wouldn't last two seconds with our Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember I've never been anywhere near Mafia ever in my life, so I wouldn't know. I used to work for a bookie that, I guess that's pretty close, he had an Italian <laughs> last name. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, um... You know, I don't know. I don't want to disrespect their mobsters and act like ours are, are the best or tougher. Hot take. But... English mafia sucks. I said it. Come on. Bring it. Oh, boy. <laughs> you can't go back over there anymore. No. I just, I, I just feel like our our mafia people wouldn't take them seriously. Like, what's with this prissy queer telling me what to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that guy, it would like start a war. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> I remember as a kid working for that bookie, I would go and pick up like, cause I was like 18. He'd be like, he'd be like, Hey Joe, why don't you go up to cleats and, uh, talk to so-and-so and, and he, and, uh, Is that me, the way he talked? Yeah. He talked like this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he'd be like, go, uh, get a large, uh, vodka and clubs and vodka and club soda to go and tell him you need to talk to so-and-so. And so I remember going in there and like I'm underage. Yeah, so I go in there. I'm like I'm like just like this. 
Alcohol, alcohol I, to go is illegal. Can I have a large vodka and club soda on ice to go, please? And they're like, no. And I was like, <laughs> I was told to tell you it's for so-and-so. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. yeah. <laughs> it's for so-and-so. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you speak up, little man? And then I was like, and I need to talk to Bart. <laughs> or, you know, just for whatever name. And Bart would come walking over and ha- hand me, like, this box or envelope. I'm like, he's like, uh, call Gary... Shit. <laughs> call, call Gus. Gus. Mark that. Mark that. Mark that. <laughs> Man, we've been doing really bad. I guess okay, I, it's been 15, 20 years now. I guess. Didn't I, he already get in trouble for that? Yeah. Or am I just thinking of uh, Phelps? No. No, not Phelps. Uh, Baskin? No. No. Uh, I love you, Cleveland. That guy. Bruce said... Uh, Bruce Drennan. 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 Yeah, he Drennan, spent time in right. prison. Yeah, before. that's right. Okay, sorry. Sorry to Phelps. <laughs> Jeff Phelps. <laughs> Jeff Phelps would call the cops <laughs> if somebody gambled at a, <laughs> at a Kentucky Derby party. Dude, we're all just putting in $5 and picking a random name. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I Fucking to... milk toast I... motherfucker. <laughs> I bet Jeff Phelps gets permission from the NFL and CBS before he records a football game. He does. <laughs> He's like a British mobster. You'd, you'd be actually be shocked at the things Jeff Phelps gets into. Jeff Phelps plays Grand Theft Auto and turns himself in when he <laughs> shoots somebody that he shouldn't have. He stops at the stop signs, plays with the radio. He probably tried to give someone his insurance nah, information. He's the Wayne Brady <laughs> of the Cleveland sports talk radio. I, I love Jeff Phelps, man. I love that guy. He, he I is, know some people that hate him a lot. I, I don't mind. He gets a little old man crotchety sometimes. Yeah, but, but he is an old man and he's crotchety. Yeah. Very <laughs> much get off my law on the the way the game should be played kind he of got stuff. He got fired from the Cavs. he's pretty good. He got fired from the Cavs, like the actual broad Cavs broadcast. I was wondering why he wasn't on it anymore, but I didn't really know he I, got fired. They didn't say fired like he did anything wrong. It was like we're going in a different direction. Yeah, which made sense. Um, why? Because <laughs> he was not entertaining whatsoever. Yeah. But you know what, dude? That dude forgot more about fat basketball in one night than we did. That was the thing. He needed a bare minimum of ex- – he just wasn't bare minimum of excitement. Because he had all of the information and Austin Carr – see, I mean, Austin Carr I don't think knows enough about the game <laughs> to actually call a game. He's the most entertaining. So they were actually not bad together. <laughs> Um, but I feel like I feel like Jeff actually brought Austin Carr down. Like, I feel like Austin Carr was the only thing to make Austin Carr less. Excited. Austin Carr just comes up with this craziest uh, <laughs> zooba da boo bob the jelly filled donut. Are <laughs> in the house? I, I do feel like sometimes he's making it up as he goes along and just quits on one. <laughs> oh, Chetty from outside of the industrial time zone. <laughs> Wait, what? That's not... None of those words go together. How hard did he travel? He went to 16 different time zones and came back. Okay, Austin. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't box or play football? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He was pregame, postgame. He wasn't really doing many... Yeah, it was Phelps and Campy, right? Yeah. yeah. And those... You know what? And those two like were the most boring... Like, together? Yes. Yeah. And I guess Campy... Jeff probably knows. I don't know who who actually would know the most basketball general knowledge. I would side with Phelps, but I don't know. Campy's a Cavs insider. I would say more so. I have a feeling they Phelps just both talk. He Campy already has that boring voice. Yeah. 
I have a feeling and Phelps, then Phelps just Phelps just, was a team manager for most of high school. You yeah, know, yeah. if if YouTube was around then, they would show like his senior year, the last game of him going into the game and sh- shooting a shot and making it. And they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just Phelps probably with balding at 16. Ooh, <laughs> dang. I, hey man, I already prefaced with I love Jeff Phelps. Hey, if you know how to get this this episode of the podcast to Jeff Phelps, have him hit us up at 216-260-5484. He doesn't Twitter, so I you won't get him that way. Uh, I'm sure he's got an AOL email address. Probably does. Probably. Uh, I love that I keep saying, like, I love Jeff Phelps, and I'm like, blah, 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 Jeff Phelps. <laughs> loser. Blah, blah, blah. Boring blah, asshole. Blah, blah. But I love him. <sighs> how do you, uh... How do you love playing music at a live venue? Fucking love it. Oh, this Friday, May 12th, Sweet Chin Music coming up at Medina Brewing Company. Hey, if you'd like to see the the shirt that I gifted Joe on this last yeah, week's yet even... unaired episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys are getting a twofer. <laughs> my bad. I, I hope thought you... I posted it and I didn't. I hope you liked my inside draft tech uh, uh, guess that the Texans would not draft C.J. Stroud at number two <laughs> overall. And then they drafted C.J. Stroud at number two. traded back up. Yeah, to to take the next pick. Actually, a pretty smart move because they devalued the trade value by taking Stroud and then got that that pretty cheap, the bump up. It's either going to be – that's either going to set the franchise up for 10 years to be, you know, that great. Yep, or it's going to set them back 10 years. I mean – Well, I think you could always still – Will Anderson could, could pan out and Stroud might be not that good. I saw like a, a post the other day. I don't know if it was like an NFL shit. I don't even know if it was like it was probably on Facebook. I only want, hesitate to say it was because maybe it was on Reddit. I just don't go on Facebook anymore. But it was like check out all the the loaded Texans offense. And then I was like, I don't know three of these guys' names. <laughs> like I didn't know their tight end. I didn't know their wide receiver two, their wide receiver one kind of ring a bell from college. I obviously knew C.J. Stroud and maybe their running back, but I was like, I don't know who you're trying to tell. Is it Will Fuller their running back? (sighs) Maybe, but I think I would have recognized the name Will Fuller more. Maybe that was actually the one I recognized that was not an unproven, just drafted quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Damian Pierce. I don't know who that is. Uh-uh. Devin Singletary. I do know who that is. You do? Yeah. That's wide receiver, right? Or is no, he... he was like he's like a scat back. Okay. He, he came from a Buffalo. Okay, I was thinking Chicago. I think he played at Chicago for a minute too. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay, dude. Okay. Well, 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 hold on now, dude. Nico Collins and wait. Nico Collins and John Mechie the third. I'm like, who are oh, they? Got Robert Woods. Oh no, he only played at Buffalo. Singletary. We must be thinking of a different Singletary. Mike Singletary. Uh, Mike Singletary. The linebacker from the eighty. The linebacker from the eighty six Bears. Yeah. Their coach. <laughs> Can't believe we got those guys mixed up. Yep. Oh, they still got Laramie Tunsil. Gas mask. Did you see Sean Payton that? Video that got released to Sean Payton. No, what are you talking about? Ripping a bong right before the draft. Wait, is he a coach again? Yeah, he's coach of the fucking Denver Broncos. Oh, the Broncos. That's right. That's right. Ripping a ripping a bong. Well, to be fair, it could have been CBD. Well, no. To be fair, he's in Denver, so you know what. 
not that big of a deal. And to be honest, <laughs> well, how many of those situations do you see? I mean, is this where's this at? Is it a team facility or? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't there, but <laughs> I know. But I mean, I assume I maybe the the story came out. Um, it looks like he's like. It looks like he's in a college dorm room. I feel like the coach isn't in the war room. I feel like they've gotten the coach's input and they have their draft plan ready. And I don't really think he needs to be working. Yeah. I don't know though. Does he rip it good or does he? I don't know. I'm trying to like a little video, bitch. My phone sucks. And if I, I'll see now. Now I I'll, I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot of speculation as to what this video may or may not show. It sounded like me in that video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well if it's Bong. There's a PlayStation. There's a PlayStation in the background. That's the first thing. Taking rips from a bong with a couple of teenagers. I, I wouldn't you like? I don't know, dude. If I was like an important coach who makes lots of money like that and is like on a national thing, I would be like, all right, no, take a video of this, please. Right. <laughs> then again, maybe you just don't know any better. Um, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. None of this seems like hard confirmed reporting. I don't know. I don't think that's him. You don't think it's him? He's got that weird body shape in there. I think that's a guy that looks like him. He's got that weird, like, Elon Musk body going. You know what I'm talking about? Like, well, yeah, I kind of know what you're talking about. I kind of know what you're talking about. Like he's a lizard in a human body and's not quite sure how to act. Mm-hmm. So he posts stupid shit on Twitter like he's a meme lord. Yep. Yep. Huh. So what did you think about the draft? Did you even watch any of I it? I didn't watch one second I didn't of watch it. any of it. Not one second. Um, What about, did you got any thoughts on what the Browns did? think that we got better. All right, I think you heard I think that first wider... everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we added some pieces. <laughs> they might play, they might not. I think that wide uh-huh. receiver from what Tennessee. Uh, I think we got that wide receiver from Tennessee. Uh, yeah, no, we definitely did. And um, is he... okay, sorry, it jumped teams on me. I went to the Browns and it jumped back to the Cardinals, and I was like, "This isn't right," because it was showing a wide receiver from like Stanford or some shit. Hey, are you Polish? Yes. Oh, because I couldn't tell. <laughs> He's wearing a shirt that says I am Polish. You know, I thought about whether I actually wanted to wear this shirt over to your house because I'd probably get shit for it. Well, you... you know how proud I am of my racial identity. Well, you know how Something always... that I have a lot to do with. You know, you know how I am with fashion sense. I'm always, I'm always the first guy to... Give me that shirt back. <laughs> Give me that shirt back. Uh, Cedric Tillman, um, I do like him. Yeah, they me had, too. They had some weapons there this year. Um, I think the thing about it was said about him was he was a little bit slower. 
but um, he's got the hands of a madman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the highlights I was watching um, had him like getting blasted after he catches the ball. Uh, granted, that's not from NFL players, but it's still from folks that are hitting the shit out of him when he catches it and yep. he holds on to well, it. Well, I mean, that's SEC defenses too, so, um, you know, they'll hit pretty hard. Uh, got some big linemen um, all around, defensive yeah. end, defensive tackle, offensive tackle, and a center. Um, the offensive linemen that we both we got were from Ohio State, so that was fun for me to see. Um we also went and picked up, I think, three or four undrafted people. Um, it might have been, I don't know if there was another one from Ohio State, but then there were definitely two safeties from Ohio State. Um, you picked up a cornerback from Northwestern. Those guys are usually smart. They kind of know their jobs. Um, I always kind of worry about whether or not they're going to have the athleticism to really hang in the league. Safeties from Ohio State, um, I don't know what to say, man. They uh, It kind of fits with the Browns' team concept, which is um, athletic guys that can make big plays and will also give up huge plays in the right. secondary. Yep. So um, there it a- got a little bit better this year until the end of the season. Um, we obviously gave up a bunch of huge plays against Michigan, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. So I was – because a ranking came out, someone ranked all the wide receiver rooms, and where do you think they ranked the Browns' wide receiver room? Twelfth, twenty-eight. What? Twenty-eight. What? We're ranked twenty-eighth. What? Yep. Right, right above us is the Steelers. Right below us is the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, that's nice. Um, pretty but, much says everything we're thinking. Brown's got Cooper. Um, he's, we're not, you know, is he is he really a full number one? Donovan People Jones is developing. David I mean, Ball. even if he is, he's a number one. He's maybe a low tier number one. Yeah, I agree with you. And it pretty much says David Bell, Anthony Schwartz, and Michael Woods were not. You know, who the fuck knows what those guys are doing? That's true. Very true. I mean, I guess you're kind of if you're looking at it that way, though. You're removing. You're strictly talking about wide receivers, and not the fact that Nick Chubb or um, yeah, no, David, was... David Njoku was in the the passing game. No, it was strictly wide receiver. It was twenty eighth. Out of 32. I think that's... I don't know. I guess if I'm going to consider... I guess it's, there's a big difference between wide receiver rooms and passing games. Uh, I don't know, man. I think Elijah Moore does a lot for this team. But, that, I mean, they do have a fucking log jam. You got to probably... You probably got to trade one or two of those guys and cut another three. A lot of guys will be going to the practice squad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, I mean... You have no guarantees those guys are going to stick around. Nope. So. And if and they probably shouldn't. If someone offers them a contract, get, get out. But. Yeah, and that's true too. Um, I think some of that for some of these guys, they might be saying, "Hey, we you don't know. know we don't know what else to do with uh, the guys that have been around for a couple of years." So it, that, that didn't talk about Elijah Moore at all, and the other wide receiver we picked up, Tillman or the the other one. Because we drafted two, I think. No, I mean the didn't we trade or didn't we pick up two wide receivers in free agency? Hold on. Mm-hmm. 
Cooper, Tillman, we got Schwartz. Marquise Jaylen Goodwin Durden. was the other guy we Marquise picked up. Goodwin. That's what I was thinking about. Oh, shit. I didn't know we got Marquise Goodwin. I yeah. For, I think I forgot about that. Um, so maybe that list was before free agency then. So, you know, just scratch that whole segment we did on how bad the Browns wide receiver room is. It's actually the best in the NFL. <laughs> Markedly improved, um, I would say. So I've got some higher hopes for them. I think, I mean, Elijah Moore is the big one. Um and you, you, I guess my hope for him is not only he takes a lot of pressure off of other people. Um, you've kind of Amari's your your deep threat. Um, Donovan can maybe do that too. Schwartz probably falls. I, I'd say he's probably going to fall out this year. I mean, he had like what four catches last year. Yeah, I think we looked it up last like time. That. It was like four catches. David Bell was in his first year and already better than him. I think David Bell. Fills the. I don't. I think him and Elijah Moore might be kind of similar too, though. Yeah, but and yeah, Elijah Moore is a bit more obviously he's slot. Got, uh, slot. Yeah, they're both slot, but Elijah Moore is a bit more uh, experienced. Obviously, season. Oh, yeah, yeah, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know that those two might go at it, or they might complement each other really well. It's hard to say. Um, there will be a lot of short passing options, I guess. Between, I mean, I guess ideally you. You don't lose much of a step between Elijah Moore and David Bell. Um, you'll have Njoku there in the passing game a little bit. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see it. We'll find we'll find out what the next like four years of the Browns are going to look like right. this year. Um, I mean, this is going to be the team basically for a little while. I don't. How much longer do you think Chubb's around for? Not long. I think. Uh, it's it's crazy because they still haven't gotten good, but all these investments they're making at the wide receiver position, just letting um, l- letting our other stud walk. Um, I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded this off season. To be honest, there was a lot of people talking about trading him this off this season. Yeah, um, I just don't know, and I've I've heard he's not necessarily a great compliment for Deshaun's game, but he's also too good to just want to get rid wanna of, let go. Yeah. Um, I think that's also you got Ohio State centers, which I mean Ohio State's great at running the ball, but that's also a product of uh, you know where you play and college football. Like you want to run the fucking ball. You, when you have mismatches, eight games of the season, you run the ball down their fucking throat. But I mean, still in concept is a spread offense. So those guys you think would complement more of a passing game than. Uh, some other teams you would go to to find a a rushing dominant or uh, a team that you're trying to build the run around. So I don't know, man. I love him, but I just don't know. Yeah, if it's in the it, cards. Did you take your Wonderlick test? Oh, I did. Uh, I took it before I left. Um, did you end up taking it? I did. Um, oh, fuck. I don't know if I wrote down what I got. So I lost a little bit of time on it. So that, I think the only reason I scored well, no, I don't know if I scored well, um, I scored what, how I scored, was you told me... Go. Yes. It's, what was it, 50 questions in 12 minutes? Yes. So you got to answer four questions a minute. Yes. Some of them are basically not answerable under that time frame. And even even quick answer questions, I mean, if you're reading two sentences and then reading over four or five options... I mean, maybe you, the first or second option you know is right. That takes you 10 seconds. 
So when you go to a problem and you go, this has three different math equations I have to calculate, you go, fuck that problem. Yeah. You make a guess. So that was, that was, that helped me drastically because like I was on, like I was on my laptop, I had like not dual screens, but I had, it's a big, big old laptop and had the one side going here and the, Mm -hmm. and I didn't take any notes. (laughs) I just was like, ding, ding, you know, like I, I just... Because a lot of them were like, what word isn't associated or what word doesn't belong? Almost what word doesn't belong, Mm -hmm. you know? And those, I think I I aced. But math has always been, I've never been good at math. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you get that, uh, in what month are the hours closest to the hours of daylight closest to September? No, I didn't get that one. Okay. But I got a lot of like... It's like an equinox question or, you know, those things... I got savings. If like poison is to sickness, yeah, medicine yeah. is to you know, yeah, and like then like two of them. Are there were a lot more of those than I would have thought. Same here. And I was expecting a ton more. Like if train A leaves this time and train B, but I didn't. I think those are the questions too that are those ones specifically. Those those word uh, vocab ones. I don't understand how that's relevant to an NFL player at all. Yeah. Um, making like. L- logical deductions is one thing because there was a quite there was i think there was one or two questions on there that kind of had like some of the logical reasoning of like it would have been an easier question on the lsat but it was kind of like a question where it was like mark and dave are friends dave and tom are friends what does that mean about mark and tom it's like well it's fucking nothing yeah you don't know yeah yeah, yeah. um and then there but there were some that were a little bit more complex than that and i was like that's that's actually a good like reasoning question but it's funny you say that because there was a couple times i answered like it means nothing and that's literally what the answer was so i feel like if i looked at somebody's results and saw what they did on every question i might have a good idea but looking at somebody's raw score is bullshit yeah um anyway i'm pretty sure i got a 28 Okay. And I, I would think if I had that, like, a few seconds that I might have wasted and I didn't actually get through, like, the last five or six questions, so I may have gotten one or two more if I just randomized. Okay. Um, so I was around a 30. Yeah, I was 29. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And the only reason I think I got the 29, like, if you wouldn't have told me that just... Well, here's the thing. These players that are taking this test should be practicing this yes. at least once a week. Yes. And some of them probably just fucking don't. Yeah, well, they, um, don't, they don't care. I'm getting drafted. A well, but that's the thing, though. You think if this is a test, whether people really look at it or not, some scouts are going to use it, and it's going to get talked about. I feel like I would at least put two hours into prepping for it. Yeah. So thinking about that, like, I could get my wonder like up to a 35 so, easy. So I took a, a prep. I did take a prep test before, okay, like 45 minutes before. There was no prep to it. It was like, if 4 plus 6 equals 10, what is 7 plus... I'm like, what? Like, I was like, dude, how did anyone not do good on this? And yeah. then I took the actual test. And like, It I, was more multiplication on that. Uh, Yeah, there was... It was... But... And it was all, like, there, the number... It was... This is going to sound weird, but it was all, like... I don't know how to explain. It was, like... I don't want to say not normal numbers, because all numbers are normal. But it was, like... There was one that sticks out drastic to me. It's, like... 317 was a number that kept getting brought up on my test. The number 317. And it, like, I don't remember that one. I, yeah, but I just was like, I remember vividly being like, why 317? Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah, and a big part of that test then, too, is time management, too. So, I mean, that was the biggest thing on the, the LSAT, the law school entrance exam. You get to that question where you're like, I have to multiply three things and divide twice. 
I'm not doing that in 15 seconds. Fuck this question. Yeah. Um, you take your one and four. You, you maybe look at the numbers and go, there's a lot of six and eights here. So the answer is going to have a six and eight, a third or a fourth, yeah. like something like that, a common number. So you just take a whiz at that one, get it out of the way in five seconds instead of wasting you, 30 so seconds. So you didn't have any, you didn't get a chance to go back to any of your questions? Well, I don't think, because it's all online, right? So yeah. like. Well, mine, so mine, when like, I ended, go, it said, it, it came back to like the first question. I oh, skipped. really? Yeah. No, because I didn't even get through 50. Oh, okay. I so, got to like 44 or 46 and timed out. Yeah, so, so. I had time left and got my old, and that, that's like what I'm saying. Is About like, a minute left, I probably started clicking through the last like 20 questions. Yeah. So half of the test was almost randomized for me. Um, so uh, if so, we were in the NFL draft, I might get drafted above you. <laughs> I mean, you probably would. You're, <laughs> you would. You're, I, I didn't really. I, I played flag football. I've never really got technical football training. Did you play football way. with us this year? No, you didn't. No, you guys only played like once or twice, once, though, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. And no, only I, a few of us showed up. Mm-hmm. I had something going on. I can't even remember what. But You missed an exciting game. Did I? I, I forced Riley. I forced a fumble on Riley. He also burned me a couple times, but I he love- made me feel. <laughs> <laughs> I took the ball from a twelve-year-old. Thirteen. He torched me three times. But. Thirteen. And the kid had never-ending energy. Like I was like, "Why am I co-? like?" I, I was like, "But I didn't want to cover what's his face, Keith, mm-hmm. I mean, that guy." Although he was like, remember, he was always skinny and fast. Mm-hmm. He was pretty fucking jacked. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He he was like, he looked like he did more bulking. Yeah, and not like. Well, I think he was one of those guys. I mean, you can only stay track athlete like that for a while. And then eventually you got to go, well, do I want to be an old marathon runner dude or do I want to bulk up a little bit? Because he's probably around, like, what, 30? Yeah, and every runner, every old guy I know that's a runner has bad knees. Exactly. And I think that's much more common knowledge now, too. So I think at some point, as soon as you lose that top end speed at the end of your 20s, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be that guy anymore. Let me put on some weight. Yeah, I knew a guy that, uh, and he was like, and I when I used to run a lot, he was like, uh, "Yeah, make sure you run on a track." I'm like, "Where am I going to find a track at?" You know, like I run on the sidewalk. He's like, "Oh, well, make sure you run uphill or so." You know, they always. Like, Here's the thing, though, too. It's like one of those things, like uh, you know, eggs are good for you, eggs are bad for you, whatever. They always tell you you got to run on, you got to run on dirt. You got to run on pavement. No, you got to run on a track. No, it's actually the regular ground, and also you should probably get those uh, shoes that have individual toes yeah. on them. Or no, you're supposed to run uh, bare feet in the the mud. Yeah, <laughs> uh, actually the sand because it really works your calves, and then it the impact on your knees isn't good. What it comes down to is running long amounts is bad for your fucking knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> Dude, I'm so out of shape. I carried, I put. Six bag of stone and six bags of dirt on like one of those wheelie carts at Home Depot, mm-hmm. and I made a wrong turn where my car was at, and so I had to go all the way down like this hill, like not a hill, but like it's a slant in the parking lot, and I had to go all the way down, and I started pulling it up the other way, and like I got like four cars, I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> you parked the pallet, bring your, bring your car to it. <laughs> It would have been the smart way to do it. Just ride that fucking thing to the edge of the driveway, then pull your car around. Oh man, my calves were burning. I was like gassing <laughs> out, you know. And then I had to load that shit in my trunk. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, 
I, uh, I, I don't, I, I just, I, I saw something that made me so mad. What? Uh, I'm going to specifically read you some Facebook messages. Uh, this is a post followed by two follow-up posts, one from a person responding to the post and then a follow-up to that by the original poster. You may have already read this. It's we not have... for a PlayStation that is sun died or something, right? No, no. This is a this is a hot take on the Cavs season. Did you see those? Have you ever seen those posts where it's like, I have a PlayStation. Is it five? PlayStation five, and I just want to give it away. It was my son's, and he died, and it's too tough to look at. Mm-hmm. And then you message them, and they go, and they're like, Well, can you pay for shipping? Shipping. Yeah. Anyways, okay. and then they yep. get, get, yeah. Okay, go gotcha. ahead with your hot take. Cavs front office should be embarrassed for standing pat at the trade deadline and letting love walk for nothing. I knew from the second week of the season this team, (laughs) as it stood, was a first-round exit. We need to... So then it's written like the SpongeBob stupid, you know, all caps and randomly not caps. We need to let this team experience the playoffs. Clown shit. I'll just remind you that the Cavs were 8-1 two weeks into the season. Okay. They lost the first game to the Raptors and then won eight in a row before. I think they dropped like two or three in a row after that. So uh, bro's buddy steps in. Need to get rid of Garland or Mobley. <laughs> if Mobley doesn't grow anymore, he won't be anything special. Garland isn't aggressive, and any solid defensive player shuts him down completely. Bottom line is if you stop Mitchell, we have no chance. So this guy thinks Donovan Mitchell is the savior of the team, and the top 40 ranked second-year players are garbage and need to go. Sure. Okay. Thank Evan you. Mobley needs to still add 30 pounds and adjust his game. Like, no one that knows anything about basketball goes, Evan Mobley is the problem. No. Am I wrong about that? No, you're 100% right. I'm so mad. Darius Garland is still a second-year player. Second-year a lot of players are worse than their first year because people adjust to you. There's a, an adjustment that happens midway through your first season when people get tape on you, and then your second se- the second half of that season, you'll often slump a little bit and then come out of it. And then the sophomore year is even worse. People have a whole off season to prep their teams on you. Pre- Mobley did not have a good playoff. He did not. No, but no. I'm still not saying that he's the problem. Could be conditioning. It could be the specific team we ran up against, which had three big bodies that were going down there to bang. We do not have a. We have a great front court. We don't have a big front court. Well, and everyone, you know, I was really surprised Jared Allen got manhandled like he did, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I hate to say it like that. Well, that's part of him. it, too. They're shot blockers, but especially offensively, they're more finesse players. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not bangers. Um, and Julius Randle is going to be running hard into them all series oh, long. Yep. Um, and you could, uh, you know, all I'll say, you know, I've stuck up for them and stuff, too. <sighs> And even though I said, you know, I wasn't really afraid of anybody in the West, and you look at the Celtics and go, you know what, they've been inconsistent. That probably wouldn't have been bad. The Bucks got bounced in the first round. That might not have been that bad of a series on it for us. They don't necessarily have those bangers, but, like, there's a lot of tough matchups for us. Philly would have been a tough matchup. Celtics, if they were playing well, would be a tough matchup. Um, obviously, the Knicks were a tough matchup. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, uh, this guy goes, we need to get rid of our top 40 NBA second-year players. Uh, original poster comes back. I want Garland and Allen both packed up together and shipped out. I'll give Mobley one more year to grow. That guy is going to give him one more but year. But if That's he good. stalls out where he is, we're in more trouble. Our bigs are too slim and soft. Which, again, 
a center coming from college needs at least three or four years to add on weight and adjust their game to the NBA because their entire life they've been the absolute biggest person on any court, and now they're the smallest at their position. Yeah. This made me so mad. It made me so mad. Is it a, Reading it, over it again, I'm still I'm kind of mad. Is again. it a lack of nicotine, mad, or is it just your actually? No, I, I think I'm 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 over that so much. Okay, um, I am I'm treating myself on the weekends. I don't know if I've told you that I I am official. Well, I was there. I called you out. Treating. And you're, like, you're like shut up. I'm treating myself. I'm like ah, right, I was just giving you shit. No, but I mean um, that was planned before. So we went to a I think you should leave Tim Robinson party last weekend. Mm-hmm. Birthday for Bobby. Bobby. That was a good time. Yeah, Bobby gave me. Um, look what Bob gave me. A Sam Sinclair hollow. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Who's uh who's Sam Sinclair? Sam Sinclair, bro. Okay. From MetaZoo. I mean, is this like an original MetaZoo? That's from character? the MetaZoo Chrome stuff that just came out. Because I I pulled it. But him. what I'm saying is this guy from something else? No, he's from MetaZoo. Okay. Because yeah, no, like um, you know, their cards are like the Mothman oh, and Sasquatch. You know, that's funny you say that. I don't know if he is from I'm wondering if he's like a famous monster hunter, or if he's you know somebody who helped made the game. Or... Oh, I because I I pulled one and I texted. I doubt that they would just name a random trainer or something. Me and Bobby were supposed to get together to do some MetaZoo, and then we just our schedules suck. Sam Sinclair is an internet personality. Okay, that might be completely unrelated to the MetaZoo thing. I see more stuff about uh, MetaZoo. Metapedia. Artist. Huh. Can't find anything on it. Yeah, no, I just kind of thought with the kind of game MetaZoo is, everything is kind of like a reference or it's a, you know, a character from lore or history or It was very nice that the birthday boy gave me something on his birthday. That is very nice. That's very nice. I gave him something. He didn't give me anything. He gave me a, a roof beer all by myself because he didn't come up there and meet me. There have been some questions kidding, about the character man. Sam Sinclair. Ooh. Sam is the main character of MetaZoo Cryptid Nations. More detail will be available soon. Okay. But, so he is kind of an original thing. Yeah. And so wait, is he like a trainer? Or is he a character? Does he just act as a beast for the game? Does he fight? Oh, no, these are just the collectible ones. These are just the collectibles. Okay. These ones are. two and deep. Shut up! <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I have no information <laughs> on this. I have as much information as you I do. just, I got, I pulled this card, and I sent him a picture. I'm like, he's handsome. <laughs> oh, I got you. And then he gave me that one. He's like, I gotcha. I was like, I know you like him. Like, I do. Well, I was wondering why he would give you that random character. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. There was, there was a conversation before. Um, <laughs> I got you. That makes more sense then. Uh, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a really good time. I was surprised only a few people dressed up. I'd say a lot of them did. Okay, I was surprised a lot of people dressed up. <laughs> uh, maybe not as many. I mean, part of it was, though, I mean, you ended up with the hot dog up your sleeve crew. Yes, there was quite um, a few. Well, there's only three of us, wasn't there? Four. 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 Because, I mean, you and Ren both went, and then yep. Coley and Monica. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think anybody else, but uh, well, I'd say like half of people. There's not a lot of great costumes from that show. Well, that was the thing that we were kind of like... It's like getting a suit, like a particular suit or a very elaborate 
they have a lot of elaborate vests yes. going on in that show. But I was called the buff tall guy at that yeah. party. A too. lot of people are just slightly oddly dressed. The buff tall. That, that, little buff boy. That was good. But I was called the buff. You heard that story, right? Was, no, maybe not. Oh. So Bobby's nephew took his took Bobby's wig and put it on my head. And okay. Then ran the I remember bo- seeing that. Okay. And then Bobby and put it on my head and then ran the Bobby and said, some guy took that wig off my head and won't give it back. And Bobby's like, well, just take it back from him. And he said to Bobby, I can't. He's too buff and tall. Yeah, you are. Right. Okay. So, which I'm, I was like, <laughs> so then Bobby goes, which one was it? Or who was it? And he was like, that guy. And he was like, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Joe's the buff, tall guy? And they're yep. like, I would say like 60% of the party was my height or taller, you know? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say I, you know. you're an average height person. Yeah, I mean I'm five ten, five nine and a half, maybe I don't know anymore. But <laughs> nobody's really like. I don't. Brendan's know. pretty tall, and he was wearing that's a about bu- it though buff suit. That's about it. I don't know. I was kind of happy with the turnout. It wasn't it wasn't you know high ninety percent, but it was pretty good. I thought. I'm just saying it Enjoyed made me feel good that I was the buff tall guy. You are the buff tall guy. You're the buff tall guy. <laughs> in my Bobby comes to me like. Not that you don't look good, Joe. I'm like, I know, man. I get it. I'm not fat, but I'm not skinny. I'm not buff by any sort of imagination. <laughs> I'm also not tall. You're you're taller than me. <laughs> you're so tall. You are so tall. Um, fuck, I can't. Was I on something before we started talking about MetaZoo? I don't know. Who cares? Nah, Who gives a shit? Uh, we should probably get out of here, huh? Who gives a shit? I'm going to take a shit here right now. <laughs> Call us up, 216-260-5484. Uh, thanks to Ground Zero Comics and Cards, 15139 Pro Road, Strongville Town Center, uh, for all of their, you know, they've just been ardent supporters of us the entire time. <laughs> right along with all of you impediments. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this double blast you're getting today. Yeah, you are. You're getting two in a row. You know, nobody, they're probably just going to see a new one and not listen to the old. <laughs> so if you're getting to the end of this and go, oh, they, yeah, no, I didn't see the last week one because it just got uploaded today, too. What is, uh, what's the classic rock station? It's two for Tuesdays. Yeah. You get all, all of them. There's one in every, there's three in every city. Now comes the double rock blast. Yeah. <laughs> The Tuesday Double Rock. <laughs> the Thursday Double Shocker. Monday, Monday suck, but Tuesdays rock. Double time. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, see you later. Remember, every day you wake up is a bonus round.
above. 